Welcome to the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, sharing real-life stories from real people to unite them in global change for the face of mental health. We will also reduce the stigma, creating communication, healing, and awareness to save lives and inspire. Join us weekly as we talk to some of the highly acclaimed faces, influencers, experts, and others who have been through extreme adversity. All right, guys, so welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast. And each week, like I do, I bring on incredible guests sharing their stories and basically healing the world in their own right. So a lot of people who've been through adversity and turned their their adversity into passion and leading with others. And I just love to really go behind the scenes and really unveil the mass of everybody to really bring us all together and, and draw out the humanity in us all. So today I'm excited because there's a new application that everybody has pretty much found each other on. And um, I found this lady, Brittany Harper, I'm gonna speak about her bio in a short second, but this app, I actually came across Brittany and the work that she was doing. It was so profound and the messages that I heard was just pretty much spot on. So without further ado, I'm gonna introduce Brittany. So Brittany Harper is a multidimensional woman making a mark in the ministry as an author, entrepreneur, TV personality, spirit-led teacher of God's word and prophetic intercessor. Brittany is a beloved wife, mother and mentor. She is a dynamic young woman who personifies in her work the results of determination, faith in God and belief in oneself. Passionate to share with people from all walks of life how to fulfill divine destiny and tap into deeper purpose within through the practice of prayer. Brittany founded a prayer launch, International Spiritual Enlightenment, Awareness and Growth. She's founded Standing on a Purpose at 19 years old to empower the total teen and the emerging women. Brittany's mission is to impact the lives of people from across the world and on every walk of life by offering spiritual coaching and education. She's an ordained minister through the Glorious Light Fellowship in Katy, Texas under the leadership of Apostle Thomas Manet. She's also a member of the Wisdom Ministerial Association under the covering of Dr. Nasir Siddiqui. Brittany is married to Richard Harper and serves in ministry with her husband as a co-founder and executive pastor of Prevailing Life in Houston, Texas. Passionate prophetic intercessor, she is a prayer leader for the Global Empowerment Prayer Network as well as the audience of One, the Great Southwest Prayer Center, and is the author of the book entitled Think Up, a 21 devotional for a posture change and presently completing more book project. That is a bio right there, Brittany. So welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should just, uh, send you the short version. <laughs> you never send the short, you, you, you lead with what you've done because it's very impressive. And that's what I like to say. So as I say, welcome to the show and uh, thank you for taking the time. I came across you on the new app clubhouse how amazing first of all is that application to really address getting to know the person without without seeing each other it's almost like exactly. the, of the voice we actually get to listen to the person exactly i and honestly i've said uh, numerous times that um clubhouse for me is very refreshing um, just because, you know, Facebook and um, Instagram tends to be a little overly saturated with all of the images and, you know, pictures and, you know, it, so it's refreshing, you know, number one, because it's a new, it's a new outlet. And number two, I think it really um, helps develop more authentic um, professional uh, relationships um, because you are pulled away from image and you're genuinely getting to listen to the authenticity of someone's voice and their sound and you can hear 
you can hear their passion. You can hear so much just through someone's voice. So um, it's been an awesome tool and it can become a bit, you know, addicting. Um. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm finding myself stay up to like 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, what? <laughs> I think that's how we met. <laughs> no, I know. I was, I think because you was talking with several pastors and um, I think it was going on for like two hours and I was listening and so entranced. And then I'm like looking at the clock, I'm going, 1.30 and I'm like, do you guys really do it sleep? <laughs> I know. I think on my end, we started the group, the room, like about two, uh, 10 p.m. Uh, our time. And then, you know, before I know it, it's like 4.30 a.m. And so we've literally, you know, been on there six, seven hours. <laughs> and you've got children as well. <laughs> uh, right. Wow. But um, I suppose when it comes to the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, what it is is to unveil the imperfections to show humanity and what you do in terms of empowerment and spiritual leading. There are some people that obviously are very spiritual. Some people, when they're going through mental health issues, may feel that there isn't a call or need for spirituality because they feel they're always struggling. Where did right. you, or what was the moment you realized that you were called to do the work of the Lord and, and, and speak from that, empowering people? And what would you say to people that sometimes don't feel there is a path to spirituality because they are experiencing a lot of mental health hurdles and all they're feeling is internal pain? Right. Um, honestly, for me, um, there were two questions you asked, but <laughs> I'll start with the first one. Um, for me... Honestly, I've always known that I had a call for ministry and, you know, that call for me started very young and my story is a little, a bit unique because I don't really have a religious background. I wasn't raised in church. I'm not a, P, a pastor's kid or anything like that. Um, you know, I just came from a, you know, a normal family. We had, you know, we had obvious struggles, you know, I didn't come from a wealthy home. Um, honestly, I did, I came from a bit of a broken home, a broken foundation, but you know, at an early age, like I really can remember at the age of three, um, I've always had this curiosity about God, right. And about like the supernatural realm. And I remember I used to literally, literally write notes to God at a very tender age. And really just throughout all of my life um, before I really came into being an, a, an adult, I literally would have like supernatural encounters. And, you know, that's my story. And I know that's not everyone's story because everyone has their own unique journey and their path. But uh, I, I would say to someone who doesn't have, um, you know, that story or that type of journey, um, who, you know, who is struggling mentally, you know, with getting through and, you know, connecting spiritually, it, it really starts with the power of belief. Um, and, and that's what I, that, that's my message. You know, even the book that you mentioned, Think Up, I believe that everything starts with the, with the power of the mind and really training your mind intentionally. Um, because, you know, uh, if we don't, you know, our mind can really get the best of us and lead us into some dark places that, you know, God's love never meant for us to be. And so I would say um, definitely um, it, it starts with belief. You have to 
know that, you know, there is a purpose in you, even if you don't feel it at the moment, even if you're not aware of it, you always have to know that you were put on this planet for a purpose. There is a deeper purpose on the inside of you. And quite frankly, you know, from my experience, I believe that our struggles actually bring out those deeper purposes within. So I would definitely say, you know, it's a battle of the mind and you cannot let that battle get the best of you, but you have to believe and you have to know and remind yourself constantly, even if you don't feel it or, you know, even if it's just so far from your reach, you have to know that God put you on this earth for something greater. And, you know, the thing about it is moments like that are so are always temporary, you know, seasons change, times change, you know, one day, like emotions are up and down. So one day you could be depressed and then literally the next week you could be happy again. So we have to know, like in those unbearable moments, we have to know that there is greater and they, they it'll always change tomorrow. You, you might not be feeling that way. So um, just hang in there and and know that it's all about the power of belief. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I love that you started at an early age because for me, mine started probably at the round time of, of, of the actual campaign and things started happening. And I think I told you when we met, I was very much in my head and I was going, is this happening? Is this not? And things were just too much serendipitous. But uh what I will say is that I've noticed that everybody that I've spoken to and we've broken down that reality and shown the imperfections that we actually live in this perpetual cycle of people thinking that everyone else's life is better, but we're actually all human and we all experience these emotions that a lot yes. of people that have got on board that are some highly acclaimed public figures, they've gone through adversity, but everything that I've noticed, the commonality is that they have found spirituality. And it, it, wow. it's funny because I pick up on these things going, okay, so that person has, that person has, that person has. And for anybody that may be on the fence and going, I've never been spiritual, to go, you know what? There is a commonality that people who have been through severe adversity and they've learned these lessons and that there is a brighter day tomorrow, they've all found spirituality. So there's something to be said within that. But tell me about, exactly. like, you're leading now with your own mission to empower others. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So, um, wow. God is so amazing. Um, I would say, you know, with my journey starting, um, at a very young age, um, you know, God has allowed me to do many things. Um, but I would say the foundation of my mission, um, just in helping others, even helping myself because I, I help others because I help myself first. Right. Um, if I'm not whole, if I'm not ready, you know, how can I pour out to other people? Um, the, my foundation for my ministry and just everything, my life beyond ministry, you know, just being a woman, being a mom, being a, a corporate be work, you know, an employee, just in all the aspects of my life, uh, foundation for me is prayer. Um, and so with that, um, being able to tap into my spiritual identity and my spiritual journey through the avenue of prayer. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's opened up so many doors and, um, you know, recently I've just come to the 
uh, I wouldn't say come to the realization, but I just came to, um, what do I want to say? I just kind of came to like, I guess, uh, a place where I said, you know, because, you know, sometimes when we're looking for our purpose, you know, we, we try different things, right? Like one day we're selling uh, glue, the next day, you know, we're selling stocks, you know, we can try different things, right? And so um, on my spiritual journey, I just came to the, you know, the conclusion, like, you know, hey, prayer is, is, you know, my niche, I guess, like, you know, I could say that, like, prayer is my niche, and prayer has helped me tremendously, it's helped me tap into, you know, a deeper spiritual, spiritual reality, and, you know, if I could do it for myself, I know I can help others, you know, help navigate others through the avenue of prayer, and so with that, um, I've birthed and launched and founded, um, uh, a prayer ministry by the name of Prayer Launch International. And uh, through that avenue, of course, through before COVID hit, and the amazing thing about it is, is uh, the voice of God spoke to me before COVID and said, because uh, at first we were having physical gatherings or we were literally host prayer gatherings and prayer conferences and prayer meetings. And then the beginning of last year, 2020, um, uh, I got this idea and I was like, you know what, let's make this more convenient so that we can reach more people. So we switched from meeting physically and um, now we, we meet uh, via conference call and um, it's global, you know, all, anyone from anywhere of, of, in the world can call in. And so um, through that avenue, it's really allowed me to um, minister to people, speak life into people, um, what we call a prophecy, uh, uh, speaking, um, intuitively for those who may not be familiar with prophecy and to people's lives. And, you know, people have been, you know, their lives have been tremendous, tremendously changed and for the better. And so through that Avenue, um, you know, I've really found a lot of purpose and it's opened up a lot of doors. Um, and so it's just really about, for me, just being really authentic and honest with what works for you. And so prayer definitely is my, is what God has given me to share. Um, and, and he, that's how we met. We were, you oh, know, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it was funny cause I was scrolling and the title of just your purpose. And I've been on this whole, whole journey myself. And as soon as I saw the title purpose and a lot of my listeners will know that I say this quite a lot, but I was going to ask you the question out of everything with your spirituality and, and, and everything that you've done, what would you ultimately say would be the definition of purpose? Because I was told a lot of things from different people. Then somebody broke it down to me and said, you know what, Glenn, let's remove everything. It can be of service to others. It can be that a passion, but at the end of the day, your purpose can be seen as finding out who you are. We're, exactly. we're constantly learning. So from yourself, what, what would you say have you found along your journey that ultimately when you're looking for a purpose and people who may be lost and go, I just don't know my purpose, what would you break it down to be for you? I believe purpose has many layers. Um, but for me, I feel like purpose is bigger than us. You know, it's, it's something much more bigger 
that inspires you to go on. You know, some people may say, well, my purpose are my children, you know, because, you know, my children are, they're, they're bigger than me. This is like a legacy, right? This is like my seed that's going to carry on, you know, whatever. And so for me, I've just found out that purpose is, it's, it's bigger than me. And normally for, from what I've found in my personal journey that, um, purpose is not only bigger than, than the individual, but it's, um, well, how, how do I want to say this? It, it's bigger than the individual. And it's also, um, I hate when I lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Um, I hate that. But for me, I feel like, I feel like purpose is, um, it, it's bigger than you. Normally for me, like, when I know, because see, and, and I feel like purpose is not just narrowed down to one thing particular. I feel like that we have like many purposes. And so for me, I feel like um, some, like some purposes, I feel like it's so bigger than me that I get intimidated and I don't want to do it. And so when I get that, when I feel like something is really challenging me and pulling me out of my comfort zone or pulling me out of rut, I feel like, okay, that right there, that's purpose because it's pulling me from where I am currently now into something bigger or into something greater. Right. And then also I feel like, um, uh, purpose can also be something that just fulfills you. Like just, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and, and for me, I don't feel like it's anything material because, you know, material things, um, they don't really last and they only kind of bring, they only last for a moment, like get a new car or something, you know, that, that can wear off. But like for me with, you know, the avenue of prayer and spirituality, like it's not work for me. Like I just genuinely enjoy doing it. It just brings me so much fulfillment to be able to pray with people, pray for people, counsel people, and just see people thrive and flourish and with that, you know, it does call for me to, you know, sometimes step into the limelight, you know, uh, like on Clubhouse, speaking to people, ministering to people, traveling. And that's really out of my comfort zone. Like if I could just stay, you know, hidden, I would. And so uh, if that makes sense, you know, with all of that time together, like for me, like that's bigger than me. Like that goes beyond my own needs, you know, to really um, just be a vessel to be used for something greater and to be used for something more. That's, I couldn't have said it better. These, I've been given opportunities to go on TV to present this. I hate it. Like if you ever watch anything with me on and even my wife, she's like, you're still so pale and you've been on a few times. I'm like, <laughs> don't like it. And, um, but I know I started to realize on my journey, you're, you're so much bigger than your ego that keeps you in that comfort right. because you're so much, you're doing something that's so much bigger than yourself, I suppose. But exactly, oh, I'm with you there. So many people don't realize that people who I've spoken to that you might see on camera or you might see like yourself doing incredible things, helping others, you're introverts or, or you're not exactly introverted, but you don't like being thrust into the limelight. You do it because exactly. you want to get the message out. So Exactly. Yeah. Look, you do it because you have to. And I think <laughs> I said that. I said that on, on our clubhouse room. Yeah. I said, you know, because they were asking what is purpose to you. And I said, for me, 
purpose is is doing something that you don't want to do but you know you have to do it you know it's needed so it's literally going beyond yourself and you're getting something done because you know the world needs it <laughs> so I that's would ask, purpose so i would ask you Brittany, as 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 yourself how do you look after i know you love giving back and you love being being speaking the word of god and helping others but how do you look after your own mental clarity and well-being? Because I can only imagine it can be draining as well with energy and, and, and doing the work constantly as well. How do you look after Brittany and put you, yourself first? I have to be honest. You know, I, I can imagine when you ask that question, some people will be like, oh, I go on this 21-day retreat in the mountains and I'm, you know, meditating. And <laughs> that's not me. Like, honestly what kind of refuels me and recharges me is just being with my family. Like I love spending time with my husband and my son and we're just doing family things, you know, cooking at the house, watching movies. And I got to be honest, like I am a um, homebody. So I love laying in the bed, relaxing, eating what I want to eat. Like, you know what I mean? Just little things like that. And of course, you know, because I do minister and I pray with people and, you know, you're pouring out energy, right? So, of course, I do uh, make sure that I take my own, um, my, my own medicine. So, of course, I find quiet time to pray, to read, to study. You know, I have uh, different ministries and dynamic men and women of God that I'm connected with. And, you know, I may go to a service or I may attend a seminar just, you know, not speaking or anything, just so that I can get fresh downloads, fresh information. Um, but yeah, it's just a number of things and, it, and it's nothing, you know, oh, but it's just simply, you know, just enjoying what I like to do. And um, it's not complicated at all. It's just, you know, enjoying, enjoying your life outside of your purpose, enjoy your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's funny because I'm like, some people would think other people say that and it's going, I'm going, you know what, this, this is one of the most authentic, real down to earth talks you can have on this podcast, imperfections. And I asked that question now and again to people and there was like, you know, I've actually enjoyed COVID just to be on myself at times because I am introverted yeah. and I, I just, yeah, and I'm just with family and, and I meditate when I can or I pray when I can, but yeah, keep it real. That's, that's, that's what I love because yeah. With the campaign, campaign, sorry, called Imperfectly Perfect, I suppose I'd ask you the question like I do everyone else. What does being imperfectly perfect mean to you? Um, honestly, it means, it means so many things. Um, but I remember like when we were messaging on Instagram, um, when you, I think I've kind of like hinted around what it meant to me. And I remember it came back to me literally I think it was like in October of last year. Um, my son took, uh, he, he, he takes pictures of me. He's eight, right? So he took like, a, he did like a mini photo shoot <laughs> of me. And I remember I posted these pictures and in the caption, I put, allow God to find himself in your imperfections. And it reminds me of the scripture and it's 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And I'll just read it really quick. It says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 
Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And so, you know, for me, um, it just means embracing all of your flaws, all of your weaknesses, all of your ups, all of your downs, all of your dark moments, you know, embracing what you would consider a weakness, knowing that um, in that, in that acknowledgement, knowing that, you know, God is, it, it is, it, God, God wants your weakness because in your weakness, that's when he can come in and, and, and uh, bring, basically cause you to rise up to a place to where it'll shock you and it'll shock others around you. Just knowing that, you know, his grace is sufficient for you and you know your weaknesses and your flaws and your imperfections they make you you they make you unique and they are um they can be used as a tool to provoke you um you know to your purpose so in a nutshell that's i would say that's what uh, imperfectly perfect means to me <laughs> that's beautiful and just i've just got the last couple of questions for you in terms of what you do with the empowering and, and your healing work, I suppose if people do come to you, I can only suppose with international and everything you've done with the conferences, and a lot of people come to you with attributing um, factors with mental health and well-being. When people have come to you and, and, and kind of said they don't know what to do, what is kind of the way that we can go inside from the beginning and just just... I don't know how to say it, but, but lay with clarity and peace just to know that we will get through this. And yeah, from your experience that you've dealt with so many thousands of people, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I would say the first step is just surrender. Um, get out of your head. You know, you got to get out of your thoughts. You got to come out of yourself and you just got to come to a place where you're like for me, um, I know when I'm sick of like myself and I'm sick of my own thoughts and I'm just sick of everything. And I, I have to get to like a breaking point. And I tell people all the time, like when they come to me and they're desperate and they've reached their breaking point, I say, congratulations, because you are exactly where God needs you to be. Now God can do more with you than he could ever do because now you're desperate for change. You're desperate for something. You're, you're open. And so I know a lot of people won't see it that way because they feel so overwhelmed and they're bogged down. They got all these thoughts and they can't come out. But, but you're more open than you think you are because now you're open for something greater to come in and navigate you out. So I would say to someone, congratulations. You're exactly where God wants you to be. Now you're in a place where you can really receive because, you know, when you reach a place of desperation, you're willing, you're willing to try anything. Mm. You know, people will try drugs, pills, you know, they'll try anything. But when they come to me, you know, I say, okay, you're ready now. You're broken. So let's start the work. Wow. And you know what? You just confirmed something for me. So the other day I walked into a shop. And there was a book that stood out for me. And I think everything that I've been doing with this, like I told you the first time we met, I go in my head sometimes and I'm, I'm pushing things. And 
this book stood out to me. It's called Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I've read it, and you know what? Like, I've worked so hard to get this message out and pushed it, and uh, the first time that came to me, and I, I read about it and the art of surrender, you let that universe take over, and you really surrender, and things start moving, and we connected, and more people have connected, and I, I don't know what's come and washed me, but I just feel this sense of, like, refuel because I've just surrendered. So yeah, for you to just confirm that by, <laughs> it's amazing. You're on to something, Glenn, keep going. <laughs> well, thank you, mate. But um, what's, what's next for you? I know obviously you're going to continue your work, but I mean, is there any projects coming? I know you're doing some more books. What's next for Brittany? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm doing, I'm working on two more books. Um, uh, the first one is already published. I published that one. I think uh, it's been, five years now. So it's time for me to definitely push out those, those two books. Um, uh, one is called um, How to See in the Realm of the Spirit, a Prophetic Guide for a Prophetic Seed. And it's a book um, that helps people who feel like they have a prophetic call or an intuitive gift, um, help them to recognize it, you know, come into it and grow and really develop that gift. Um, and then the second is, um, it's a prayer book. It's called um, Prayer Launch, a book of prophetic prayers. And it's just uh, a prayer book for, um, you know, for people who maybe don't know how to pray, you know, don't know what to say. And so this book will help them, um, you know, develop a prayer life. Um, it's a book of prayers that they can repeat and recite and say out loud. And it'll be prayers that will target many, you know, different, uh, situations that come in life. So I'll be working on those two, uh, things so far. Um, you know, really, um, you know, God is, uh, I I've been busy, more busy. I would say the latter part of 2020 and it's amazing, you know, with the COVID restrictions, I've been more busier. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a blessing. And so, um, I think right now, um, those are my two focuses, but beyond that, I find it, um, you know, that God is just so good. You know, he just, it, I, I say my life is sporadic. Nothing's really planned. Um, so I'm just really at the point where I'm just looking just like how this came about, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just looking forward to, um, I'm open. I'm looking forward to whatever else God has in store. Um, of course, you know, with, if, uh, restrictions ever let up, um, you know, I probably most likely will be doing some traveling, um, speaking, um, and, you know, just kind of focusing on, um, the prayer ministry re I'm in the process of rebranding that and kind of, um, creating a, a more formalized look for the ministry and, you know, just kind of doing some, some house cleaning, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's it for now. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for God to do something cause he always does. Well, even then I've just, I've just picked up on the fact that we all try and control the outcome. A lot of the times we all, so for you just to say like, what I've learned is it's, it really is on divine timing. Like nobody. Oh yes. On us, and as much as you've got, I've spoke to corporate people, and they they were driven by ego and by money, and they realised that 
what came with that after a while was burnout, corporate burnout and then depression and, and all the rest of it. And they realized that nothing at the end of the day is, is on their timing. So yeah. when they surrendered as well, I suppose. But um, where can people find you on socials or your website? And where can people find your book that's already out? Yes. So I am um, both on Facebook and Instagram. I use Facebook more, but I'm trying to switch over to Instagram. Um, but um, you can definitely find me on Facebook um, just under my name, Brittany Harper. And that's uh, Brittany with two T's, N-E-Y. Brittany Harper. And then my name is different on Instagram. It's glory underscore the letter N underscore honor. Um, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a reason why I have that name, <laughs> but it's glory underscore in underscore honor. <laughs> and of course, um, you can connect with me, um, uh, directly, uh, through uh, email, through the ministry email, and that's prayerlaunch at gmail.com. Um, and there also, um, the book Think Up um, is available on Amazon. And so you can uh, look it up, find it there. But if you would like a, a signed copy, just shoot me an email at prayerlaunch at gmail.com. And uh, I can, we can do the transaction there and I can sign it and ship it to you. Amazing. Um, I will put all the links up guys to, to Brittany and where you can find all this. So no need to worry about that. But Brittany did forget one of the important ones where we met clubhouse. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> You can never forget that. That is going to go. I can already see that growing out of control. That app it's in, oh, yeah. incredible. So is that just under your name or is that again? Cool. No, it's under my name. It's um, Brittany Harper. So that's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y Harper. So, and you'll see my, my picture there. But yeah, connect with me there because I'm, I'm thinking, I've kind of pulled away from it because it's been taking like my nights and I've been just up crazy, you know, and up and down in my sleep. But I think like you said, like that's definitely the next wave. And so we want to jump on that right now while it's still kind of hot and new. Yeah. So definitely connect with me there. It's uh, it's Brittany Harper on Clubhouse. Well, I think it's, yeah, I, you know what, if, if I can say anything, I, I do believe it has actually been the next stage. I think whoever's created it is amazing. But in terms of humanity and unveiling, it's taken us back to the voice and listening. And that, that is it with mental health, with anything, yes. anything better. We're listening to voices. It's therapeutic, isn't it? So good because you don't look at people and like as humans, sometimes we condition whether things are good or bad. We do judge, but to remove right. that and listen. And that's the whole thing with mental health. It's you don't try and give advice. You just sometimes listen. And listen. I think that has removed that. So I just want to say, Brittany, on behalf of the campaign, on behalf of me, such a pleasure and such an honor to get you on. You do incredible things. Obviously why we connected and I reached out to you because I wanted to share you with my audience and, and yeah, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you do and um, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Glenn. Now, I honestly, you know, this is a privilege for me. Um, it's an honor. It's, you know, I'm, I'm just so um, humbled. I'm just like, wow, like this is amazing. And, you know, I love your campaign. I love what you're doing. Um, and, you know, it just, it just, it clicks like immediately when I, you know, started reading about what you do and your message. Um, 
you know, it just really, it hit home for me and it's really, really needed. Um, so I definitely, I'm cheering you on and I'm excited to see what's the next level for your, for you in this campaign. Um, so I'm glad that I'm able to, you know, uh, be here with you, um, because I can only imagine, you know, a year or even two years from now that it will be hard to get on your podcast because it's going to, you're going to be that big. Wow. So I'm glad that I was able to get in now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If, if there's anything that you can pick up off me, like I'm probably the most down to earth, humblest guy you'll ever meet. And if that happens, when that happens, you'll have direct contact to my phone number. I'm that type of person. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't get this. I've, I've, I've now known a lot of people who are here and here and there's different levels. And I think that comes back to that judgment. We think everyone has a better life and they can't, but when it's unraveled and you realize, you know what, we get blockages because they're lessons. We've not learned something. We need to learn it. And you realize that failure now is not failure. It's a lesson. And when you get exactly. to that and, and, and you're at a place of, I think now I'm just at a place of pure serenity that I've always been humble. And I, I think that's why the Imperfectly Perfect campaign has just been me and unauthentic. I say to people, I'm not a host. This podcast is not like when I started it, it was garage band on my laptop. I, was, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. But I think, yeah, I, I don't think I'd ever lose that. I just, I love connecting with people. And I think that's obviously what you've done and why you've been so successful. So again, I, I just want to thank you guys. I will put all the links up to Brittany so you can find her. Go check her out, go get a book and uh, yeah, check her website out so she can help you if you are struggling because she does amazing work. For anyone trying to find this episode or all the latest episodes, simply go to Spotify or iHeartRadio where you can catch this episode next week and all the latest episode. Until then guys, please continue to reach out and just simply have those hard conversations because that's what it takes. To find out more about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and how you can get involved, simply head to our official website at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or email us today at info at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org to speak to one of the team. The Imperfectly Perfect campaign is creating awareness and is not a substitute for professional advice. Should you need help, please refer to your nearest crisis number.